Mm, mm, mm. Oh, I'm so sorry. I am, I'm so sorry. That is so rude to me. See, I still got some of that chicken stuck in my mouth with a dog left on the field in Columbia, South Carolina after that 41-17 beatdown. This is the We Are Dog Nation podcast. I'm your host, Nation, and that's short for Dog Nation. And unfortunately, I'm not an official affiliate at UGA. I'm just your average, normal, obsessed, crazed, bleeding red and black, screaming, yelling, go dogs. Georgia Bulldog fan, that's who I am, baby. Woo! 41 to 17. The dogs went out there and left grilled chicken, baked chicken, barbecued chicken, lemon pepper chicken, however you want to call it, however you like it. They left it all over the field in Columbia, South Carolina. Those chickens are done, well done, and burnt. Ah, only thing better, the only thing better than that 41 to 17 beatdown is that we don't have to hear that annoying rooster for another two years. That has to be the most annoying sound in all of college football. There is no way if I'm a high school football recruit and South Carolina trying to recruit me, I'm not going to that school simply because of the rooster. That that alone will scare me off. There's no way I would hear that for the next four years. I don't know who I did that was. They need to unplug that thing, shoot that thing, cut the wires, whatever they got to do, take care of that chicken and stop it from doing that. So, getting right into it. All these ESPN analysts, Upset alert, upset alert, upset alert. Watch out, South Carolina may get the dogs this year. Yeah, okay. I had a beautiful dream the other night, and unfortunately, it didn't come exactly true. My dream was that we was up 35 0 at halftime, uh, but I'll take a 4117 beat down anyway, so I'll, I'll just go with that. But all those ESPN analysts, oh, how wrong. Must not know or must not willing to accept who we are now. But it's okay. And speaking of not trying to willing to accept who we are, Tori Gurley, no relation to Todd Gurley, Tori Gurley is the former wide receiver for South Carolina. Gets on the Paul Feinbaum show in summer and says he guarantees that South Carolina is going to beat Georgia this year. Then I come to find out South Carolina had been waiting since spring practice for this game here. Spring practice is in March. So let me get this straight. South Carolina, you game chumps. You were waiting six months for a beatdown? Okay. All right, buddy. Good luck with that. So, again... This Tory Gurley doubles down on his stupidity, comes back out and says, again, reiterates, Georgia is in for a rude awakening. South Carolina's going to beat them. Oh, really? I guess there's there's something in the water in Columbia, South Carolina, because 
Debo Samuel gets interviewed. Son, you know you're on camera. You know he was going to hear it. He's, they asked him, what do you think of DeAndre Baker? Now, DeAndre Baker is number 18, the one who had the 56-yard 56, 56 interception return. He says, who? I don't, know, I don't know who that is. Oh, really? Now, how ironic that Debo Samuel only got 25 receiving yards from Jake Bentley. But Jake Bentley taught 56 receiving yards to DeAndre Baker. And hands up to Juwan Taylor uh, picking, up, picking up that ball on one-yard line to keep that touchdown uh, going for us. Hands up play by him. But I, I guess it's in the water because all this trash talking. And then DeAndre Baker had the classic comeback. The classic comeback. He said, I bet they know me now. He said, matter of fact, the only Debo I know is from the movie Friday that got knocked out by Craig. Man, I hollered on that one. That was funny. That was funny. He went back on that one. And so, just a beautiful day. A beautiful day. I tell you, I said it's great to be a Georgia Bulldog. The running backs look good. Um, I guess, I guess I'm still trying to get used to Nick and Sony not being there. They were just so dominant last year, but with the artist was doing well. Holyfield's doing well. Harry's doing well. James Cook's doing well. If, I guess it's run back by committee. Um, I'm still kind of waiting to see that breakout game, you know, where Swift goes off for 150 yards and Holyfield does 100 yards. And I don't know. It might not be necessary uh, this year. I don't know, but just kind of wait, kind of waiting to see that happen. But it's all right. This is that game of the season. We got a long way to go and a lot of great plays coming down the pipe. And what do you guys think about McCole Harvey? That's the number four. He runs the 4-3-4. That guy said last uh, spring that he feels a lot more comfortable now than he did before. So now he's ready to add flash, add some flash to his game. Six catches, 100-plus yards receiving a touchdown. He was just sensational in that game. Uh, the wide receiver death chart now in Georgia. It is the best I've ever seen. We got some guys that a lot of people probably know about, haven't seen, that's just waiting. It's going to be all-stars as well, kind of waiting their turn to at bat, so to speak. And the one thing about the wide receivers now, or to be a wide receiver now at UGA, or to get on the field, you got to be very physical. You got to block. And so if you can block, you're gonna get on that field and you're gonna you're gonna get you're gonna get the ball. And I I also wonder about D Rob and hopefully hopefully to see him. I was kinda of disappointed not to really see him do anything too big. But one thing that Kirby did say when they was asking about D Rob, that's the five star transfer from uh Cal, who should who should have picked Georgia the first time, but he's back. Um he said he's coming along, his the door is a little not quite there. Um, it's a little different than the SEC being being out being out west, and so he's coming along. I think he'll be a very uh, serious threat as the year as the year go on. Looking forward to him hopefully next week. But what they Kirby did say, he said that uh, the four stars were outperforming the five star wide receivers, and so that competition is just very, very, very fierce. The wide receiver position, and we're gonna be good. We're gonna be good at position for a very long time. 
especially talking about adding uh, Jaden Hazelwood, hopefully, and Dominic Blaylock next year. Two five-star receivers coming to Georgia as well uh, next year. Now, Jake Fromm. I was kind of worried about him in the first half. And things were kind of slow. Had that horrible interception. I'm like, well, what were you doing? What were you thinking? But Jake Fromm came out and said, hey, you know, that was very uncharacteristic of me. That's not who I am. That's not happening again. Now, outside that that one bad throw, he was like 14 to 18 for like almost 20 yards and and a touchdown. So I'm like, okay, okay, uh, we'll, we'll be we'll be we'll be we'll be fine. Um, I was hoping to see Justin Fields a little sooner. I'm like, okay, round about 34 to 10. I'm like, okay, put Justin Fields in the game. I mean, this is this is the wrap. We up by 24. But Kirby, I guess, wanted one more touchdown uh, to put on the board there and came in the fourth quarter. You know, a couple of simple plays here and there. Hopefully, see Justin Fields a little more next week. We do play Middle Tennessee State. We have, we're favored by 29. So, hopefully, in the second half or even, if, even the first half, we'll see um, a little more Justin Fields here as well. So, up against a break. Uh, coming right back, we'll discuss some injury updates. Some good news and not so little good news. And be right back. All right, so welcome back. Um, little injury update. We did find out that Andrew Thomas started left tackle. I was so very grateful that it was just a sprained ankle, that it was not a knee. There is no time right now to have set out to say how long he will be out. Hopefully, he'll be back for Missouri game. Uh, probably set out Middle Tennessee State, but we'll see. Uh, sometime this week, they should at least report. Kind of kind of day-to-day with that thing. So, But I do know he was a lot of pain, but I'm glad it's not a knee injury and it's a sprained ankle. He will be back sometime. The good news is that we got a lot of great quality depth at the offensive line and everywhere, really. But Kate Mays, the five-star uh, tackle out of Tennessee, did a phenomenal job on yesterday. Came in very aggressive, moving guys off the ball, just did not miss a beat. So shout-out to Sam Pittman, who has done a phenomenal job recruiting these big guys, these big monsters guys to dominate uh, the defense, defensive line here in uh, college football. I uh, was great, very, very grateful to see uh, Andre Walker come back into the game on yesterday. Got kind of nervous. It looked kind of woozy. I thought, okay, maybe got a concussion. This is not good. He's our best linebacker, in my opinion. And for him to only have a, a laceration on his, on his chin or whatever, that was a relief. Him to get back in the game, so see back at full speed. I think the secondary, secondary did very well. Unfortunately, um, no, Tyson Campbell, he just got there. He did not have any any uh, spring training. He just got there here for the fall camp and the summer training and had a little bit of a rough day, had a little growing up to do. Uh, they, did get him, they did get him on that trick play. And after the trick play, the, the Trez Patrick just came over and kind of said, hey, man, you got to think, you got to watch that. And then they got him again later on in the fourth quarter. They got him looking. So, 
uh, Kirby and Coach Mel Tucker, they're going to correct all that, work with him. Uh, the good part is that uh, he's so the schedule is not exactly that tough. Um, that by the time December uh, get here for the, for the SEC championship game, you'll have he'll have 12 games under his belt, as well as Tyreek McGee should be coming back here uh, any moment now. Hopefully, we'll have him back for Middle Tennessee State or definitely for um, Missouri. Missouri does have a big time quarterback, but we'll be we'll be fine in Missouri as well. I want to kind of get into my dog story here. I'll try to do this on a regular basis. So, last time I told you about Roquan Smith and at an event called Countdown to Kickoff that happened years ago. They don't have that anymore. I hope they bring it back. But we'll see. But anyway, same day, same event, Countdown to Kickoff 2015. And the current players are there and some of the former players are there. And Josh Stishcomb, the officer lineman who played in the late 1990s and early 2000s, is there. And I said, he, he's sitting there, and he has a Super Bowl ring on. And from the Saints. So I'm like, wow, that ring is really big, man. I think it's nice. I said, hey, man, can I take a picture of it? He said, I'll tell you what. How about I'll, you, I'll take my ring off, you can put it on, and I'll take a picture with your phone with my ring on. Like, are you serious? And so I put the, uh, I, he, he takes my phone, he gets the camera out, and I put the ring on. Now the ring only comes down halfway on my finger. I inherited some very fat fingers from my father. I just put it that way. And I said, hey man, it won't go all the way down. He said, that's because you got sausage hands. What? <laughs> sausage hands? Okay, okay, I'll take that. I'll take that. And I didn't do about it. I thought it was pretty funny. So, my prediction for next week for Middle Tennessee State, I also want to do that as well on a regular basis. I predict our dogs to beat down Middle Tennessee State Blue Raiders by a score about, let's say, 54 to nothing. And maybe by the fourth quarter, Kirby this time, instead of cutting down, down to 10 minutes, Maybe they cut it down to like two minutes. It'll take 13 minutes off the, off the clock because hope will be about 54 uh, <laughs> here coming in next week. And hopefully still a whole lot more uh, Justin Fields here in the second half. He get the experience that he need. So, if you haven't already uh, subscribed to the podcast, if you are listen, listening for the very first time, thank you. I hope I was entertaining for you. I hope you come back and listen again. If you are a returning visitor, thank you. I think that must mean I must be doing something right. If you are on Twitter, please follow me on Twitter at We Are Dog Nation. And you can also follow me on Instagram at We Are Dog Nation. And if you see any of your fellow brothers or sisters in the dog who are Bulldog fans, you see with that hat on, you see with that shirt on, just yell at them. Go dogs. They'll yell back. They're a true fan. And until then, guys, have a great one. Look forward to talk, talking and doing another one here next Sunday night at the Dogs. Take on the Blue Raiders and destroy them. It is curb stomping season, and it's going to be a wonderful ride. All the way to the National Championship for the 2018 season. All right, you guys have a good one. See you next Sunday night.